my lovely people. Welcome to New You Wellness Podcast. It's your girl, Lady Joy. How are you doing today? Again, it is always a pleasure to come before you on this platform just to encourage you and remind you that at New You Wellness Podcast, it is all about you. You know, this time that you and I connect is purpose to look at you and I first, you know, because until we both can remove the plank from our own eye, we cannot properly see, nor do we have the power to remove the speck from someone else's eye. You know, it's so important that, you know, like my, like my girl, uh, Sarah Jakes like to say, you know, she's well known for saying, mind our business, honey. Okay. I put the honey on there. That's for me, but mind our business. We're so used to minding the business of everyone else, of what's going on with their life, what they're doing, what they're not doing, when God has purposed us to really focus on us. You know, every day we are purposed to remove that plank of the old fleshly sight, that old fleshly sight where we walk by sight instead of walking by faith. You know, that's what it means when the word of God tells us, you know, remove the plank from your eye so that you can properly see how to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Because until you heal, until you understand how to remove the plank from your eye, you're going to have an improper understanding of what it takes to heal your brother, sister, family member, neighbor, community, whoever, honey, in your life. You know, a lot of our issues would be resolved if we just knew how to focus on our whole person healing. You know, the religious part of us loves to try to convert people, right? By telling them the word, you know, um, but we have yet to become a demonstration, a, a demonstration, excuse me, in living evidence of how the word of God has become one with our flesh based on our everyday lifestyle. You know, it's not hypocritical, to talk about God all day, every day, honey, if you can back it up with your lifestyle, you know, because it's that lifestyle that empowers you to see, that gives you to see, that anoints you to be able to remove that speck from someone else's sight because daily you allow God to remove the plank from your sight to where you have faith vision instead of a worldly carnal vision. You know, today it's all about heart evaluation, okay? What is going on with your heart that's trying to prevent you from becoming the new you in Christ? Sis, bro, let me tell you, okay? Whatever we are going to overcome, 
as believers in Christ, we're going to be able to overcome it in our new identity. We are not empowered to overcome anything until we allow the presence of God in us to help us overcome the enemy of the enemy. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? We are a work in progress. I completely understand that. But while being a work in progress, we got to acknowledge that every day we have spiritual work to do so that we can progress in our healing. I know, I know, I know I can so much relate with you. You know, it's so easy to get caught up in the cares of this world, in the distractions of this world, based on what we desire to have within this world. But with all that being acknowledged, we must first acknowledge and take a look at just how our life has been, how our life has progressed. Have we ever kept our peace by pursuing anything out of the will and love of God? I don't know about you, but I'm raising my hand right now and I'm saying, no, not I. Actually, it is the things that I pursued outside of the will of God that end up coming back to condemn me and accuse me to keep me in captivity. But thankfully, because of the mercy and goodness of God, when I cried out to the Lord and I acknowledged my sinful and selfish ways and I said, it's me, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's me, Lord, that needs help from the enemy of the enemy. It's me, Lord. Please forgive me. Please show me how to heal, how to change, Lord, because I can't do this without you. Come on, somebody. Let us tell the truth and shame the devil, shall we? Let's tell the truth and shame the enemy of the enemy, shall we? You know, God has been talking to me today. He gave me a very insightful thought, and I was like, wow. You know, it's like I knew this, but in him saying this, I just understood it on a deeper level. He said, you know, it was the good religious people who knew me that put me on a cross. I'm like, wow, Lord, the good religious people who knew God put God on the cross. Let me break that down another way. The good religious people put God's holy love on the cross that he sent into the world to save the good religious people from a worldly perishing mindset. Come on, somebody. Really, Lord? And I had to confess, well, Lord, I've been saved since I was 12. I knew you. But I didn't really know you until I gave everything that I had to pursue you. And I didn't really start until in my 30s. Now, don't get me wrong, from 12, up from the age of 12, you know, leading into my early 30s, I went to church. You know, I enjoyed praise and worship. I went to some Bible studies here and there. You know, I participated in the praise team. You know, I participated in uh, the choir. You know, I went to all of the church conferences. 
but I still lacked an intimate relationship with the Lord because I was good and religious. I had an appearance of holiness, but I lacked the power because I lacked the relationship. Today on the New You Wellness Podcast, I'm calling us both into a heart check for us to realize any area of our lives that we do not surrender to God. We are still putting his holy love on a cross. The holy love of his living word that he sent to save you and I. And let me tell you guys, for those of you who know me personally, Every day, honey, I be minding my business because I am committed to this life journey of healing, this life journey of wellness, this life journey of wholeness, this life journey of pursuing God's holiness. Because it's only in the transparency, transparency, (laughs) the transparency of me being able to confess on a moment-by-moment basis and acknowledge that, God, I need you. God, I am nothing without pursuing you. God, I need to be saved from the enemy of the enemy. God, I keep allowing myself to put idols other loves before you that keeps putting my heart and my life and my mind in captivity. We have to remain daily in a repentive state so that we can always welcome in the purification of the perfect work of God's healing and saving grace. None of us have arrived. We are all being delivered. But in us all not arriving, we all are on different levels of faith, different levels of glory, different levels of wisdom, different levels of understanding, different levels of power, different levels of God's presence based on how we pursue him that awakens him in us, that prepares us and gives us to be a blessing to others because we have embraced the blessed presence of him in us. Can we be transparent today? Can we allow ourselves to have a heart check? Lord, I'm seeing a speck. I'm seeing the imperfections in my brother, and my sister, and my mother, and my neighbor, and my co-worker, and my children, and my parents, and my leaders, and my pastor. Hey, I'm a pastoral counselor, and my pastoral counselor. But am I looking at it from a hypocritical frame of mind? Because I'm looking at their speck when I still have a need of the plank being removed from my own eye. We have to be transparent and realize that our standard is not based on the strength and the weaknesses of each other, 
But God holds us to a standard of his holiness, a standard of his presence. We cannot use each other as an, as an excuse of why we are struggling, of why we are not getting it. Because as long as we use that, we will allow that lie to limit us, to enslave us when God desires to deliver us. No one has the power to stop what God wants to do in us and through us, but us. No one has the power to stop what God desires to do in us and through us, but our enemy of the enemy. And daily on a moment by moment basis, honey, you and I, we have to be willing to humble ourselves, honey, and acknowledge that. You know, the word of God says in, what is it, Second Chronicles uh, 7.14, that if my people who are called by my name, see, that's, the, that's those good and religious folks, okay, humble themselves and seek my face, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Honey, let me tell you. God's people, including you and I, outside of the redemption, the restoration of God, we are good and religious. We are good and prideful in our own understanding, thinking we know what we have yet to understand. Come on, somebody. Let us tell the truth and shame the devil. Our problem is not with people. Our problem is with the enemy of the enemy. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, seek, pursue my face, my will, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Honey, it is the good religious part of our unredeemed identity, the old man that is still sinful, that put Jesus on that cross, that put holiness on that cross, that put holiness on the cross, that still persecute the God in each other when God sends his presence in each other to heal, restore, and strengthen one another. We have to stop being our worst enemy. Come on, somebody. It might be getting tight up in here, but let us get right. Let us be transparent and acknowledge that outside of God, we are flawed. But guess what? The hope and the truth is that his love covers a multitude of sins. Because see, even in me saying this, I want to acknowledge, okay? Because I'm not here to condemn. I'm here to help you heal. I'm here to walk out in my healing. I'm here to acknowledge for both you and I by first acknowledging in my own walk that every day I am in need of being renewed in the identity of the new me. Of understanding how I am a new creation in 
I am only as good as a woman. I am only as good as a future wife and a future mom. I am only as good as a daughter, a sister, a aunt, a granddaughter, a cousin, a neighbor, a friend. I'm only as good as the part of me that embraces the identity of God in me. And that identity is the identity of a holy love. You know, Ephesians 4, 17 through 24 talks about the new man. And in it talking about the new man, majority of that passage talks about the identity of the old man that we are getting saved from daily because we all have been born into sin, a sinful mind, okay? We have all been born into a heart of iniquity, but it takes us pursuing with all that we have the new identity of God's grace and truth, which is the identity of his righteousness and his holiness. That's the only way we're going to get delivered and healed from the enemy of the enemy. That's the only way we're going to get healed and delivered from that prideful understanding of the old identity on a moment by moment basis, sis. On a moment by moment basis, brother. We have to be redeemed because we are being reborn on a moment-by-moment basis that is a thought-by-thought basis because our thoughts of the old man is not in alignment with the higher and heavenly thoughts of our new man, our new creation, our new identity in Christ. Now, honey, let me share with you, okay? I only know as much as I know Because I'm not only speaking it, sweetie, I'm living it. And in me living it, I am being perfected unto righteousness, perfected unto holiness as God's holiness holiness covers what I I am coming in to know. But anyone that knows me, honey, knows that I don't speak on anything unless God revealed it. That is a grace that he has given to me that I pray that I will maintain, that I don't speak on anything unless the heavenly father has revealed it. Because I don't count it as true unless I received it from him. Well, let me correct that. I don't count it as perfected, okay? And the reason why I had to bring that clarification is because I have mentors, you know, people that God has placed in my life to strengthen me because they have the presence of God in them to take me to another level of wisdom, another level of understanding, another level of healing. And I honor the God in them. I trust the God in them while I'm still connecting with God directly. So I would not be limited to them and I would not let 
the good religious part of my unredeemed self condemn them because of what I have yet to understand. I take full responsibility. I take full accountability of my life's journey because in me taking full responsibility and full accountability for my life's journey, I understand the gift and the blessing of freedom and liberty that's attached to that because I come to know the truth that is purpose to set you and I free. Will we allow ourselves to be transparent today? Will we allow ourselves to admit that we are all in need, not only of a savior, but of a godly leader that God has put in our life to help train us in his righteousness and holiness that delivers us from the enemy of the enemy. While not condemning them because of their imperfections, while we allow God to be the standard that perfects us. We got to get out of this blame, hypocritical game, y'all. If we really want to heal, no, it ain't the baby daddy fault. No, it ain't the baby mama fault. No, it's not the husband fault. No, it's not the wife's fault. They may have contributed to what we're going through. But we got to acknowledge and we got to ask God, Lord, what is it that I still need to do? And trust that God will vindicate you and I when they are ready to stop believing a lie. But we cannot allow the imperfections of each others flesh to hinder our spiritual progression we got to take accountability and acknowledge the power that we have that is given from God to hear again hear his heavenly voice so that we can heal again so that we can be restored again So that we can embrace the gift of our redemption on a moment by moment basis. That is a thought by thought basis. A perspective by perspective basis. A belief by belief basis. A desire by desire basis. A will by will basis. Because God is saying I've come to redeem every thought, every perspective, every belief, every understanding, every will, every decision. Every emotion, every desire, every action that is not what I have created you in. That is not a part of my image and my likeness in you. Will we acknowledge our lifetime need of healing? We got to make it first, y'all. It got to be our most ultimate pursuit, y'all. This is the gift of our healing. Yes. We have to admit our need, you guys. It was not until I admitted, Lord, 
I w- it was not, well, let me say this. It was not until I was willing to look at one of the most devastating experiences in my life. When I got separated from a marriage of, what was it? I believe 11 years, a relationship of uh, about 14 years. That I had to not blame the man that I chose to marry, okay? But I had to say, Lord, in this season of my life, what is it that you want me to do? What do I need to do to heal? And in me doing that, you guys, I freed myself from the enemy of my enemy and the power that anybody or anything could have over me because I acknowledge my need of increasing in wisdom, my need of increasing in understanding, my need of, of, of cultivating and pursuing a intimate relationship with God by any means necessary where I was willing to risk it all just to reclaim my new identity in Christ. Can anyone relate with me that's listening? Is there anyone that 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 can see? And I hope that you are. That we are not limited to the imperfections and mistakes of people. God did not blame Adam for Eve. God did not blame the serpent um, for Eve. God did not blame Eve for Adam, but he gave them each a consequent based on their individual decisions. Now, I'm not saying that we don't transgress each other to where we need to apologize to each other as we repent to God and make it right. All of that holds true. But what I am saying, get out of your self-pity. Get out of your victimization and embrace your power and your right to heal. No one can stop that but you. No one can stop that but I. And trust that in us pursuing who God has purposed us to become, he is doing a work of grace, a work of restoration, vindicating us. In the areas of our journey where we have been hurt, where we have been transgressed again. And trust that in his timing and in his way, he will make that right. He will convict that heart to make it right towards you. But in him convicting, allow him to heal. Because you see, we each have a blessing. We each have a mandate. We each have a purpose. We each have a vision. That God can't get to anybody but us. But in order for us to receive it, we have to forgive God. We have to forgive ourselves and we have to forgive others. Because in that forgiveness is the perfect love of Forgiveness is the seed of the perfect love of God. That's why Christ said, forgive them. They know not what they do. 
They know not what they do. So it is the God in me as a woman, as a believer, as a holistic life and relational wellness coach, as a pastoral counselor that is calling out to you. Submit to your healing process. Let go of anything that desires, anything and anyone that desires to separate you from the love of God. It's not worth it. We are led astray by the lust of our own hearts. We got to take accountability for that. Because in us taking accountability for that, we take back our power, our right to heal. I hope that this new you wellness podcast episode has blessed you. You and I must remain in a repentive state of mind to where we're willing to change because we're willing to listen to understand. That is the identity. That is the quality of what's needed to be perfected in the holy love of God. Where we always got our hand raised up as a student of life in this earth school saying, God, I'm standing in the need of not only prayer, but I'm standing in the need of healing. I'm standing in the need of restoration. I'm standing in the need of going into a more intimate relationship with you. Help me, Lord. Free me from what I think I know, but I have yet to understand because I have not become one with you in that area of my life. I am willing to confess it. I am willing to acknowledge it so that you can direct my path of healing and I can go to a deeper relationship with you that delivers me from the curse of the inner, of the enemy of the inner me. So I hope that you have been blessed again by this podcast episode. Because honey, I have honey, okay? Mm, Come on now. When we encounter the higher and heavenly presence of God in our whole person, mind, spirit, soul, and body, thoughts, beliefs, perspectives, understandings, desires, emotions, will, actions, we will know. Because it is a transformation like no other. We are now grace conscious instead of sin conscious. That is the power of the new identity. Because no longer are we weakened by the consciousness of our sin. But we become aware of grace, of the presence of grace, the presence of God. More and more as we allow him to heal us more and more. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We just uplift you. We magnify you. Lord God, we come humbly but boldly before your throne of grace, before your throne of perfect love, before your throne of everlasting forgiveness. And we say, thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord God, for how you do not fail us, for how you keep loving on us, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for desiring to heal us, for desiring to redeem us, Lord God. Thank you for your perfect love that removes fear. Thank you for your perfect love that removes prideful understanding. Thank you for your perfect love that removes tempting desires. Thank you for your perfect love that removes the curse of what we think we know, but we have yet to understand. Father God, today we welcome in and heighten awareness of your presence, of what you desire to do in our life. And Father God, we go to another level of surrender. We go to another level of submission. We go to another level of inner solitude, Lord God so that we can receive everything that you have purposed for us to be, Lord God, so that we can enjoy what you have purposed us to do. We glorify your presence in us. We glorify your presence around us, Lord God. Thank you for the perfect work that is shifting our desires into holiness that is shifting our thoughts into holiness lord god that is redeeming us from the evil time of the evil day lord god thank you heavenly father we honor you lord god we come to you transparent without good our bad our ugly lord god and we're saying that we are ready to take more of your righteousness we are ready to take more of your holiness lord god Thank you, Father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your truth that sets us free without condemning us, Lord God. Thank you for your correction, Lord God, without losing hope in us, Lord God. Thank you for your perfect love. We honor you. We adore you. We desire more of you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that any weapon that has been formed against our presence today, Lord God, we declare and we decree with your righteous judgment that it will not prosper. We condemn it with your righteous judgment right now in the name of Jesus. And we grab hold of our right to heal. We grab hold of our right to be redeemed. We grab hold of our right to be who you say we are. We grab hold of that today, Lord God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for how your love never fails or gives up on us, Lord God. You alone are righteous. You are our righteousness. You are our holiness. Thank you for your love that covers us as you are healing us, Lord God. Thank you. We receive the provision of your grace and truth today, Lord God. We receive your love. Thank you, Lord God, for increasing us in wisdom, position, and favor. That position is spiritual maturity. Thank you, Lord God, for maturing our whole person and mind, spirit, soul, and body to where you in us is the new standard. 
we will not limit ourselves to the imperfections of each other. But we will see ourselves as you to deliver ourselves from the enemy of the enemy because of your abundant presence in us, Lord God. We thank you, Father. We receive your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that prayer is able to purify your heart like it has mine. I hope that prayer has increased your hunger and your desire to pursue God on another level of relationship, another level of healing. And as a pastoral counselor, holistic life and relational wellness coach, I want to invite you into relationship. You know, I would love to partner with you on your healing journey of overcoming what the enemy has used to overcome you. You're more than welcome to go to newyouwellnessinstitute.com. You can sign up for the NYW Stout and God's Purpose Mentoring Program. That's for women. Or you can sign up for the Holistic Life and Relational Wellness Coach Certification Program to where that program is not just about getting your your certification as a coach and biblical counselor, but it's rooted in your whole person healing that qualifies you to coach and that qualifies you to counsel because you become one with the spirit of the living God. So again, newyouwellnessinstitute.com. If you want to be a blessing and so financially into this ministry, newyouwellnessinstitute.com. I would be so thankful and grateful, you know, because a lot of what I do in this season as God is prospering me in this ministry is um, made possible by people sowing into the ministry portion of this vision financially as well that empowers me to do what I do on you know the podcast the the videos my articles the events as God is um expanding uh, my territory of people who desire to connect with me as their pastoral counselor and holistic life and relational coach so thank you um feel more than welcome to connect with me on uh social media Instagram handle is Lady Joy Inspires. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at the most. I feel more than welcome to connect there. Lady Joy Inspires. So thank you all for connecting. And I hope that this episode has been a blessing. Because again, at New You Wellness Podcast, it is all about you and your whole person healing. Love you guys. Until next time. Bye.